Hello and welcome to Constitution Corner. I'm your host, Robert Owens. Just this past week, swamp creatures in Washington voted to put through the so-called infrastructure bill. It should be noted that any bill put forward by Congress rarely has anything to do with what it's called. In the instance of this bill, H.R. 3684, it's loaded with radical leftist pork. Less than 25% of the spending has anything to do with infrastructure, even under the most generous definition. Here's some of the lowlights of the bill that, based on the number of tax filers in 2020, cost each taxpayer a whopping $7,904.51. To begin, $10 billion to create a civilian climate core. Biden's handlers claim that, quote, this $10 billion investment will put a new, diverse generation of Americans to work, conserving our public lands and waters, bolstering community resilience, and advancing environmental justice. Translation, radical lesbians from Manhattan will be hired to tell Texas ranchers how to run their business. Next, $20 billion to, quote, advance racial equity and environmental justice. This proposal sets aside $20 billion for, quote, a new program that will reconnect neighborhoods cut off by historic investments and ensure new projects increase opportunity, advance racial equity and environmental justice, and promote affordable access. This means government-backed loans for development projects that are doomed for failure with Wall Street bankers and their cronies making off with the money. $213 billion to build or retrofit 2 million, quote, sustainable houses or buildings. They also slip in $40 billion for public housing. Now, what is a, quote, sustainable house or building, you may ask? The answer is it's a building that belongs to an owner with a good lobbyist, and this is the payoff to big donors to Congress. It's no different than straight-up bribery. $100 billion for new public schools and making school lunches, quote, greener. You might remember that the last COVID legislation had $128.5 billion in taxpayer doleouts for public schools with no restrictions and no requirement that the schools actually open. This new bill includes another $100 billion to upgrade and build new public schools, quote, Funds also will be provided to improve our school kitchens so they can go green by reducing or eliminating the use of paper plates and other disposable materials. This means schools with larger dishwashers, I presume. Next, $12 billion for community colleges. Now, one generally thinks of infrastructure and higher education as, I don't know, separate distinct sectors. Here's the rub. To get members of Congress to vote for these pork barrel bills, the planners at the Council on Foreign Relations need to make promises of special projects with big price tags that the congressmen can take home to their district. This part of the bill is that payoff. It allows members of Congress to brag to their constituents about shiny new college buildings that they got funded. Next, billions to eliminate, quote, racial and gender inequities in STEM. The proposal includes several billion dollars allocated to reduce supposed, quote, racial and gender inequities in science, technology, engineering, and math, research and development. Now, what this has to do with interstate infrastructure is not adequately explained. 
However, I am sure the teacher unions writing the new curriculum will be very well paid for teaching students that two plus two is a, uh, well, it's a racist concept. $100 billion to expand broadband internet and government control over it. Sold as, quote, digital infrastructure, the plan allocates $100 billion to, quote, bring affordable, reliable, high-speed broadband to every American. The proposal openly states that it wishes to promote government and NGO control over broadband and push out private sector providers. We already have socialism in healthcare. Now we get socialism in technology, too. Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution enumerates the powers of the federal government. In that list of enumerated powers, you will find no authority for any of the above programs. It is outright theft and abuse of power and cannot be described as anything else. Remember, the Constitution is not self-enforcing. It requires citizens to be active in the pushback. So if you are not willing to step up and do something about this mess, you are every bit as responsible as the swamp creatures that voted for it. If you're ready to be part of the resistance, join us at the John Birch Society and get plugged in with local patriots in your community. JBS.org is the place to start. Don't just know your constitution, live it. This has been Liberty News Hour. Please visit JBS.org and thenewamerican.com to find more information about this topic as well as other critical information. And please share this with others.